You are listening to Black Sports 980. Today's show is sponsored by GoodVillainClothing.com. Cop yours today. Now on to our show. Welcome back. It's Black Sports 980. It's Laws in the building. We got Jeff. We got Aaron. Uh, Shaq and, and D, they on vacation right now. Uh, we got a lot of topics, young. I mean, you, you would think we would be in a drought considering all we got is baseball right now, but Stuff just keep happening. Bams keep getting hemmed off drugs and all types of funny business. So, um, right now, off top, yeah, y'all, 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 uh, up on the power jump. Y'all, y'all caught up on season. I mean, uh, episode two. Cool. I'm, power I'm, jump? Not, I'm not, man. I, I, Boy, I, oh, if you don't get- I haven't seen neither episode. I was like, I know that's gonna be a blow because. I know, I know you want to talk about it, but I haven't ah, All right, young boy, just close your ears real quick. Say, now. Nah, I always <laughs> But now, nah, jump. I mean, it's, heat, it's heating up. Without without giving yeah. that away, it's starting to heat up a little bit. You know, one thing about, like, I think about the the uh, power jump, you know, and I, I was saying this on the Where's Buffy podcast that I was, I was on a couple of weeks ago, um, but that sometimes I feel like they be forcing the storyline, you know, like, like, yeah, just I mean, and of course, it's a TV show, so they got to leave you with cliffhangers and stuff like that. But like the whole like Lobos and the, and the, and the, the uh, main detective Bama, like being in cahoots and stuff and how they just made that a storyline without like really tying that loose in in the last season. They just brought right. that in the new season and stuff like it's like, come on, dog, like the Bama Kane, how, how does Bama surviving? You know, you know, it just to me, it's just a lot of loose ends that they need to. They're they're uh, they're not even concerned about tying up. I mean, I guess I guess the big main loose ends they're gonna tie up, of course. But I mean, I, mean, like, I don't know, man. Without having seen them, you know, and you know, you saying that, I have to imagine that they they plan to close, uh, you know. Up loose ends. You gotta think this is only what the third season, like so. And they they want to go to like four, I mean like five, six. That's what they were hoping for. I saw the Breakfast Club interview with the whole uh, cast on there, like all the main characters. And so when you think about it in terms of that, like I feel like things will get tied up in due time, like whether it's in this season or whether it's down the line. It's just a matter of how they want to draw it out because it is television at the end of the day. So, so one thing about the characterization of the of the show, and it, like Tasha's character has like starting to like shift. Like the first two seasons, she jog got on my last nerve, dog. Like I was like this youngness, but she's kind of like. Have you gotten that impression, Aaron? Like she's kind of like turning a new leaf. Like when she's yeah, they're finally giving her like it seemed like like a real role like in the storyline as far as the money and the business. yeah like she's lo- like she's losing the bitter black woman type tag like she's starting to like try to be like right like a driving force in the storyline beyond just whining and being you know what I mean like yeah yeah definitely y'all seen Joe Buttons out here how the internet is cooking this man <laughs> on four fifty big right now no. 
didn't I didn't get a chance to look at how the internet was cooking him, but I definitely did see the footage. Bruh, bruh. Bruh, why is he chasing? Yeah. Why is he chasing these fans, dog? Wow. Did you see the extended footage? Yeah. When they no, were posting up outside his house, yelling stuff and, and saying Drake lines outside his house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, nah. It, nah. He came outside and they started yelling some more stuff. So finally, he took off after the battle. Yeah, he he had enough. I mean, I'm under the impression that you know that these these kids have been there before, and you know. Like, are you really gonna call the cops on him? I mean, I guess you could, but you know, he's a rapper. Like, you can't really call the cops when it's just some kids. Like, so then, you know, you would think the next thing you would do is try to catch him in the driveway, but the kids were smarter than that. So then you gotta ask yourself, are you about to chase after these dudes? Cause they keep coming back. Do you guys think that this was like a tough guy move? And let him know you're not playing. And I guess that's the option he chose. <laughs> Saying. It's a like, lose lose dog. It's a when lose, they were outside, they, they was yelling, We the ones from Twitter this morning. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they've been going taunt- back and forth. Yeah, just taunting them. I right, like, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a lose lose, like you said. No, but, but this is the thing. They only trolling that Bama Joe Buttons because he's trollable. Like, he's the type of Bama that will feed right into the troll. You <laughs> right. think they're going to show up? <laughs> I get you that. They not. No, they not showing up like, at, the at, at Raekwon house like that or nah. nobody like that. <laughs> nah, here's yeah, here's the thing. It's like two levels of it. Like you said, the, the people that, you know, are, are troll worthy, like, you know, you can get them. You got the people that they flat out won't mess with because they know, like, it'll it'll be something serious. And, and then, you know, and then the other people you're just not even thinking about. So, like, like you said, Buttons definitely falls in that that trollable category. Like I think Wale is another person you could you know uh, get get to react. So it's it's a few of them for sure. Like that 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 you could get a react a reaction out of them and, and kind of put yourself in, in in the fame for 15 minutes. Oh, the tr- the memes that they have on this dude. They got one gem where it's like the Terminator Two Bama's on the left side, <laughs> on the right. They got a Die Hard gem. They got a Bad Boys gem where they running like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, this Bama is just on the stove with the basil and the and the, and the, and the, and the uh, sweet and sour. They cooking this man something serious. No, I, I don't. Like I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Then it's like I guess I guess if he he showed up at their house or something like that, and I guess the dude tweeted and he was just like, like we made up or something like that. The dude who I guess started the jump, but it's become a it's become a game now, no. So they just anything anything for for publicity, man. Like people that do, man, and. And that's what you know, the world has become to. That's what I'm saying. You know, their their followers probably went up by the thousands just the off thousands. of this. Yeah, and then people are gonna follow, and then then they're after they're chasing something that they can never do, and so they're go, they're after this level of notoriety. Oh, again. poor people Joe, really dog. Bama see, like, came up on the car with rocks in his hand, dog. So like, like that's just what you have to do. It seemed like it seemed like he was messing his car up, though. Like <laughs> at first. At first at first, because you didn't see what it, I heard the tapping. I was like, hold on, does this family got the hammer in? Like, you know what I'm saying? I just heard the tapping, like, yeah, don't come up here no more. And I heard, I'm like, yo. But then I seen the rocks or whatever. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yo, from nah, man. Bama had stones 
put in a slingshot, David Stones in the hand. Oh, come on, dog. You can't be. Well, I just don't know where he thought he was going to win at. Like, he's a drug is he going to throw the, throw the stones through the sunroof? I mean, what are you going to do? You going to bust the glass? <laughs> like, what are you going to do? It's a, it's a lose-lose, man. And once again, I mean, I, I think all of us could sit here and say we don't think the internet's ever lost to anyone. So, like, when you put yourself in, like, a position that makes it so easy, it's just nothing you can do. He got to sit back and, and, and get that, that, that work from the internet. Well, Joe, man, my advice to you, bro, is just... These nuts. <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> uh, first of all, you can't, you can't be so sensitive, dog. Like... You, you you gotta know that they trolling you. Why don't you just get out and just sign some autographs or something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Drake. Like you can't like you can't troll somebody and then be mad when somebody trolls you. Go sit down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Joe Buzz dog, so funny. None of his diss records is hits either. Them just <laughs> all trash. <laughs> no. Oh no. And his podcast. Oh, let me. I don't want to bash up a podcast. My Jones struggling right. We struggling right now. Trying to get off the ground. We ain't, I ain't gonna bash nobody else. <laughs> but uh, I'm out, man. By now, everyone is aware of the bad news regarding Junior Gallet, who tore his right Achilles during his personal workout sometime, sometime yesterday, um, last year. Before the start of the 2015 set, uh, 15 season, Gallet tore his left Achilles which sidelined him for the entire season now there was a report that Ed Waters was saying that we were trying to go after uh, Greg Hardy and bring him on the roster but then there was another report from I guess one of the Redskins B reporters saying that that's not true or something like that they're not they're not going after Greg Hardy but I, Ed Water, in my my opinion is more credible than this other Bama but what do y'all think about that situation? I mean, they had him, it seemed like, doing a little too much activity early because I saw something with him, like, working out or running, like, a couple months ago. And from what I understand, Achilles heel is, like, one of the worst injuries you can get in sports. It kind of takes the longest to heal the right way. So um, with him being, like, I think approaching 30 and having the first Achilles heel, I would have thought they would have taken it a lot slower with him to begin with. But, um Man, I don't know. Of course, they know more than I do about it. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 always so hard, like, you know, to say that. Because it's like, on the one hand, I'm with you, Aaron. Like, but then on the other hand, it's like, but he have to get back to work eventually. And was it really that early? Like, and, and obviously, it was the other Achilles. It's just oh. one of those things where... Um, you know, your body just overcompensates. Once you suffer like a major in- injury uh, uh, to your lower half, it's always like, you know, something else tends to go. So, I mean, it could just be a matter of that and just just not meant for him to be. So it was the other Achilles? It wasn't the same one? No, nah, it was the other one. Okay. Yeah, and, but no, I feel for Gene Gallette, though, because, I mean, can you imagine you, 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 you sit out an entire season you finally, you know, get back to where you can do workouts and different things. And then before the season starts, a week before training camp, a week before, you blow out your other Achilles, young. And this is probably, I would I would expect that this is be 
the end of his career following this Achilles, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just so unfortunate. Um, and his, for him, you know, that, you know, work so hard to get back and then have to sit out again and not be able to participate in, you know, good thing he did get a, somewhat of a contract. I don't know what kind of injury clauses they put in the contract or if they did, but, you know, to some degree, I guess that's a consolation for his, his suffering right now because, I mean, if anything, his heart is hurting right now. Seriously bad. Uh, as for the skins, though, and Greg Hardy, what about that move? Is that a, is that a move that you would make if you if you the Redskins right now? Nah, dog. Nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, up until this point, if I'm like this, if McLuhan really, if he if he sees that that's a need and he and he believes Greg Hardy can be a piece that can come in and fill that need. I trust, I trust Scott. Up until this point, he's made good, sound decisions. He's not put us in a in a position where I, I guess any of his moves would hurt the team or be a detriment to the team. Um, we brought in guys with character issues, quote unquote, that have not really disturbed our locker room. I mean, Greg was a bunch of question marks about his character coming in. Uh, Greg Hardy, he just he got screws loose. So yeah, I'm certified and seen. It's different when you're dealing with somebody who got screws loose opposed to, you know, somebody who just make bad decisions. So I'm not sure if it's the right move or not, but I know this much. If Greg Hardy, by some chance, you know, ends up on the roster that Scott McGloin will not extend himself further than he needs to. And if he needs to cut ways or part ways, with that whole situation, I'm sure that he will make sure that that's that's uh, worked into the deal. However, however that that goes down, but Greg Hardy is a beast, though. I mean, football wise, we know that he'll be able to come in and make a contribution um, to the team defensively, and no, that would just we, we don't need Greg Hardy, though. He's not worth it. You, know, you just you just filling up showtime, man. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like that's come real, though. You know Scotty. You know, know Scotty. You know Scotty isn't isn't messing with him, dog. Like, but that was a he, real he, story, though. Like a real. Release. It was, but then, but then the story came out after that. Like I said, where they said that wasn't the case. That the Redskins weren't interested in pursuing Greg Hardy. Like I have that on my Bleacher uh, Redskins team report. Like I, I got it not long before coming but, but, on the show. But Jeff, do you really think Northern Virginia want want Greg Hardy on the team, dog? That that firestorm. Of, I don't. Of I don't want him on. The, I, I don't want him on the team. He didn't do anything last year or the year before that. Uh, like I mean, what did he do? Where where you like? Oh, like all of a sudden he feels this need. What do you what do you think he did? That's that Scott McLuhan saw where he's like, yeah, Greg Hardy would really help us. I don't. I, I mean, don't Greg Hardy is an impact player, though. Let's not like talk like he's just Harold, he's just a like, regular bum off the I'm, street. Harold, I'm speaking facts. He he didn't do anything worth bringing him onto the team. Like like we we just we saw the season. It's sixteen. It's sixteen games in the season. What did he do over last year? Where it's like he's worth bringing into the to team. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. <laughs> Yeah, nah, I ain't got nothing, though. No, I mean... Six sacks. Uh, the how many football. games played? I think Twelve. Help the team. 
as far as football goes. But I draw the line with child molesters and women beaters. That's just it's where not I'm worth going. it, I'm man. Like, like, <laughs> like no, six sacks, six sacks. I mean, we know how this world goes. Like, whether it's in sports or in in real life, man. Like, it's based on like like your merit. Like, that's why Ray Rice didn't ever get a second chance. Like. He was so, sorry like, before that, though. Hold on, dog. They blackballed him, though. They blackballed yeah, yeah, but, him. But, 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 Harold, you think if he had had 1,500 y- yards rushing and then that happened? If you AP think he knocked his wife out, he'd be back in the league. Yeah. Yeah, so what I'm saying is what Greg Hardy did isn't worth it. It's not like Greg Hardy had, like, 16 sacks last year. You're right. You're right. You're if right. He had 20, I wouldn't take him. Like, you got to draw you the line somewhere. Exactly. You said... Yeah, exactly, Aaron. You said I wouldn't take him either, but I'm just saying, like, he didn't even have, like, 16, which would put you among some of the better seasons, even historically, because I think the record is, like, probably 22 by by uh, Strahan. So, I mean, 16, that's a that's the monster season of sacks. And and he wasn't nowhere, he was in nowhere near that. So. All right, man. All right, scratch him, scratch him. Uh... So this week, video service of Alden Smith and what and what he would classify from the video as a spark up session <laughs> with the with the with the with the weed in his hand and he's talking in the camera and it, as you get here right here, this is what you call a fire up session. <laughs> Do you see my face? They don't have my name. This is just a fire up session. So if you just put it on there, it's just doing it, it's live. Oh, that's stupid. Shut up, you hella stupid. You trying to smoke, fam? Hold up. He's an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. You know, he's an idiot. He's on there basically talking to whoever, I guess is his girlfriend or somebody that's in there. And she's like, this is a bad idea. You shouldn't be recording this. And he's like, man, I don't even know who I am. Woo, woo, woo. Come on, man. Hang out for a minute and smoke with me. I got weed. got my bong out. Come on, son. For you, man. I, I'll stay for a minute. But but then I got to be gotta be going. With the, with the weed inside of the camera, like the weed basically being shown on the camera. And, of course, you know, all the Smiths are already on. He's he not in the league right now. He's not even signed to a team. But this, I thought with the Raiders. Yeah, he's suspended. I thought the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, but he he right now he's on he's on a he's on suspension yeah. right now, and he's awaiting, uh, I guess, word from Roger Goodell because this is his third violation. You know, if it comes back, in fact, that it is him, so he could be suspended for a year, which which I think is more than likely that he will be. Um, when he was with San Fran, they did a lot of pulling the strings and hardball was, they did a lot of funny business over there. But now I think anything that could protect them is gone. And um, the league is real stringent when it comes to substance abuse. You are listening to Black Sports 980. 
Thank you guys who tune in to the BLK Sports 980 podcast, representing the DMV. Right quick, just want to encourage you to please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you also follow us at BLK Sports 980 on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even email us your thoughts, show topics, and more at BLKSports980 at gmail.com. Last but not least, let's spread this word. Now back to our show. But but my question is like, is this, I mean, we got Josh, Josh uh, Gordon, who's been, you know, put back into the league or reinstated by the NFL, who also had issues with substance abuse. Um, and it was basically been out of the league for three years and, and finally is reinstated now. Um, will likely face a four game suspension, but it's not, you know, it's not etched in stone because it's, um, he's still having talks with Roger Goodell in that situation. Then you got Le'Veon Bell, who didn't take the test because I guess he missed it for some reason. Um, I personally think he missed it because he was dirty and then flipped the whole script talking about his phone, changed numbers or whatever, whatever. Um, but we seeing all these players, Martavis Bryant out for a year, all these players dealing with this substance abuse. And my question, because I started thinking, I was like, yeah, what are, what are the policies in these other sports? I feel like the NFL and football is the only sport that really has this ongoing issue with substance abuse as far as marijuana is concerned. Because I don't see it in hockey. Nah, Bob. Um, I don't see it in baseball. Nah, Bob. And I, I don't really see it in basketball like that either. Nah, Bob. But... I just wanted to know y'all thoughts on that. Like, am I off or am I missing something? Cause yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why marijuana is a banned substance out of the NFL. Yeah, nah. I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, the only time really like anybody like it kind of hurt anybody's career in the NBA was um, what was my guy's name from the Bucks, the tall dude. Larry Sanders. Yeah, like he, he couldn't stay off that. So like, I mean, you can look at that Batman tell he been he was yeah, cheap. Like, yeah. like and he had already got star. that. Yeah, he had got that fifty. I think it was like a fifty-four million dollar contract or something That's like that. Pays. Yeah, so like, yeah, he couldn't. But like, when you talk about the NFL, like the NFL is the only. Uh, league where the testing is stringent. I, stringent. I think and the other leagues have them, but it's like lax. Like it's like you know when it's coming. Like basically they and even the NFL, like they they make it so you know it's hard for you to fail. But they, it should be way more stringent to the point, like you said, they nix it because it's just it's just hypocritical all along that they do you know big business with the liquor companies and the beer and stuff. Uh, but you know marijuana. You're testing for that. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Hypocritical. The NFL only tests once a year if you're not already in the program. So all the idiots have to do is wait until they've been tested and then smoke until all they want until the next season. But some yeah. of these guys apparently act like marijuana is crack and they just can't go without it until, you know what I mean, until they just get that one test out of the way, which usually takes place before the regular season even starts. So, I mean, some of it, right. you know what I mean? It's right. just it is more about yeah, them nah, than it is about the team. Nah, I was just going to say real quick, like, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, because I think I remember uh, it might have been Cooley talking about it. Like, 
uh, pretty much how how easy it is or they make you known, make it known so you can pass the test. So as Aaron said, if you fail it, it's just because you, you you're you're a fool. Yeah, I I, I I know, and I don't not by any means do I am I advocating for for drugs or, or or marijuana or whatever. But to me, it just seems like a dirty game because they're testing the players, and the players are subject to all these these levels of testing. I I wonder how how stringent the, the marijuana testing will be if you're testing some of the owners too. The owners have penalties for substance abuse. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we know about Jim Ursay and he out here and his his ex- escapades out here. But there's a lot. There's a lot of these players. To me, I'm like, okay, marijuana is medicinal use. Um, it can be. You know, a lot of these players they're in a contact sport. Football is the most con, you know heaviest contact sport we we know of. And I mean, for many of them, I'm sure marijuana can probably help with those ailments better than or on a, on a more natural way than some of these medications that they're taking because these medications ain't ain't good for them these shots that they're taking for these painkillers and stuff after they come off the field and they're getting these shots that have just as i'm talking about way more adverse effects on their bodies you know what i'm saying but yet they'll give them that but they won't let them smoke then smoking is legal in almost almost the entire united states I'm just like that's if not you want to, in a majority of the of the states in the nah. United States, and if not, eventually, nah, nah, you marijuana. said what? Nah, medical marijuana. marijuana. Nah, I'm talking about mar- yeah, mar- marijuana, just in general. Nah. nah, that's not true. It's it's so it's, it's, so, it's, it's not, only, so there's not a progr- there's not a progressive movement that that yeah, will have it's, marijuana illegal in, in almost 50, all fifty states in, yeah, I mean, in about ten a, years or so. It's a movement, but right now, currently, it's only uh, legal in three uh, three states. I mean, and actually, one is like you know D.C., which isn't a state, like where it's flat out legal. You know, as far as for recreational, and then obviously medical, and then I think there's a couple more with medical. So it's still only like five states now. What what you're what you're maybe thinking of is they. They've lessened the the penalty in a lot of places to a fine if you have under a certain amount. Like they'll just fine you. Like you won't get locked up or things like that. But in terms of like like smoking it and the recreational, nah, it's, it's 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 only like three states. Well, maybe I'm mistaken, but I I still even with that, the way that it's progressively moving, I just don't think that these these players should be penalized. To the level that they are, where they're 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 basically losing their income, um, and, and a way to provide for their families uh, for something that's not, you know, it's not really impairing their their play or enhancing it's not, it. or enhancing it. I, I just think it's like you say, it's very hypocritical at the NFL and and their stands, and you know, some of these players who get caught, they they are just idiots. I mean, this is the bottom line. But uh, there's idiots in every sport. Let me just tell you, it's not just the NFL. It's not just the sports that are predominantly, um, you know, filled with African-Americans. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like these other sports, they're not penalizing the players to the level that they they are in the NFL for whatever reason. Um, I mean, you know, all that goes back to uh, that CBA with Goodell. Players lunching. 
Yeah, I, I thought this should be a part of the CBA uh, agreement. Like the players should have pushed for this because it is an Achilles heel on the no pun intended, but to the whole to all the players in the league for the most part. Um, not all the players, but I'm, I'm just saying a lot, a major, a large majority of them do do smoke. So, but um, you also got to keep in mind that the players, regardless of how much the contracts say. A lot of them are still living check to check, and they can't afford to give themselves the leverage to get a lot of this stuff passed. That's why uh, Demo- what's his name, Demarius, was hamstrung last time because he's saying, yeah, "You know what I mean? We need to hold out and get some of this stuff done." They're like, "You need them checks." You know what I mean? So you, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes yeah. when guys are in their own way as far as being able to, um, you know, what I mean, get the things that they need going forward. Well, yeah. yeah, it's no, it's no reason why. NFL should just, they should be making as much money or having, as, you know, guaranteed contracts as baseball because people, you know, people are invested in football to the highest degree. They could probably get whatever they wanted um, done. I know for a fact, if them Bamboos was like, well, we're not playing. When nobody's playing, they trust me, they'll be like, marijuana, y'all want that? Fine. We'll add whatever y'all want, just make it happen. Because the level, the, the, the height of the money in which they, they bring in is just, they not messing with that. They not messing with that at all. Um, Peyton Manning surprisingly got exonerated from the the Al Jazeera report that uh, was accusing him of performance enhancing drugs. Um, well, while Manning was cleared, the other players though they still are pending. Linebackers Julius Peppers, Clay Matthews with the Packers. Uh, uh, defensive lineman uh, Mike Neal, uh, Steelers linebacker James Harrison, they're all still were cited in that, that Al Jazeera report, so they're still under investigation, but the, the golden boy, Peyton Manning was uh, exonerated. <laughs> this is Does this come as a surprise to y'all? I mean, uh... I, how much money do you think he had to pay uh, to get this job to go away? That's my man. I'm biased, so I ain't saying nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'm Brady. I'll be what kind of check he had to cut, though? What kind of check? Y'all know me. I keep it pretty, pretty neutral. Of course, you could tell who I'm a fan of, but I always try to be objective. But, I mean, so if it was Brady, I would think the same thing. I mean, just because somebody's name comes up in the report, if they don't have evidence... Is it fair just to be like, how much did this person pay to make it go away? I don't think that's. If you prove, if you come to the table with evidence and then you prove it, then, I mean, it's nothing no one can say. But if you just throw that out there in the air, and then people do research and nothing's found, I mean, let me let me let me get some evidence. I guess it's a possibility. Let me get some evidence. Let me get some evidence. Wasn't the case when the Bamas had had the people show up to Bama show up at the at the dude's family house? <laughs> Monster, you think you can do this to me? <laughs> that's you're guilty as charged to me because that's like young. I'm going I'm going strong on me because I got the power to strong on me. <laughs> okay. And if I didn't do nothing, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to go to that that extent to try to like intimidate you. Jay! You know what I'm saying? If I didn't Jay! do nothing, nah, I'm not even tripping off the jump. And then Which when they asked Jay! him about the when they asked him about 
the uh, I guess the PDs being shipped to his his parents' house or something like that, or his, his wife's address or whatever, whatever. Listen, if it if it smelled like a duck, quack like a duck, look like a duck, if it smell like a duck, <laughs> smell. If he got to shape up like a duck, if you have a, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, if it's when it's smoke, there's fire. And Al Jazeera, like their reporters, ain't no like Bush League reporters. Like, damn, no, man, you don't know nothing about Al Jazeera. No, <laughs> oh, it's a world, it's a world, it's a national world, it's a it's a world credited news source. Right, what are you talking about? That's a worldwide news source. They don't just they don't just stick to Donald Trump in a Democratic convention. Like they cover world news. So. Like that, yeah, dog. So what are you just saying? Like these bamas, they don't they terrible. don't care about football or or Peyton Manning, and that's the thing. See, these bamas have vested interests and they care, and they be like, oh no, nah, I'm not gonna go up. Like you know what I'm saying? The whole you we could talk about how how Peyton Manning put his scrotum sack on the youngin. That young was swept under the rug for years. Nobody wanted now, to I mean, say nothing or talk about it, that, and then it finally that, came out, that's a, and then that's they swept it back under there. That's that's a different, that's a different, uh, you know, scenario, like circumstance. All I'm trying to say is, that went. All I'm trying to say is, there's a vested, there's a vested, uh, um, like interest. Yeah, I mean, vested interest you, in in protecting Peyton Manning because Harold, he's the golden boy, even for the NFL. I understand it. But let's not just act listen, like this Bama's walking on water and he's just listen, clean and clean and clear. All right. Listen, all I'm saying though is like, what does it take for a, 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 a person to not, you know, be guilty nowadays? Like, if if it just takes like someone, you know, some people just saying you're saying stuff. Well, no, well, this is the thing. Back it. It, I'm just, it, I'm just, where do you draw the line? When do you this, say like, this, nah, this, that's not true. This is this is the only problem I have with it. The NFL is exonerating and saying that they did their investigation and they came up with nothing. I don't trust the NFL. These bammers are shady. Roger Goodell, it does his interests are is those those 32 owners. That's who he's looking out for at all costs. You know what I'm saying? And this would put a black stain on the league if in fact well, these things Harold. were true. So if if any way this can be like gone or would go away and not affect. Now, I, the thing I'm really interested about is to see what what comes out about these other players, because if something comes out in their investigation and there's some truth what? to it, I hope I, you know I hope it's like the movies, dog. You know them that one reporter in the movies, like he can't be bought out. The Bama just so so stuck on getting the truth, like the dude on uh Power, young like, well, like the dude, one that got killed got on uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly, dog. Like they get fried, they don't care. They just gonna keep keep going after the truth. I hope it's like that because yeah, the truth I mean, is, is that the NFL, they don't... With, son, with Peyton Manning, I'm, I'm he's saying, a special case, though. Let me ask you I'm question. saying that... Bro, go I'm ahead. Let Aaron that. say something. What, what Aaron got to say? And I'll, I'll let you respond, Jeff. What, Aaron, what do you want to say, Aaron? All right, so let's pretend this is not criminal court. This is civil court. So you don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the Bama's guilty. What do you think is the case, Jeff? Do you think he did it or you think he's innocent? Of of um what the Tennessee PED. situation or the uh or nah, the uh, nah. I know PED. he put his belt on her. Got him, <laughs> got him. I'm talking about okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't think I don't think he did the PEDs. Like if they pro- if someone proves it to me, like then then it is what it is. I'm not opposed to like seeing with my evidence. I'm just not in this business like a lot of people do, and saying that you know a person is guilty based on. 
no let me evidence. just say this. Let me just say this. Like, because hold on, because I, I was I out gotta, of the league. I gotta ask Aaron the question. With back. a third broke vertebrae, and then the Bama just. I remember they were saying like, "Young, I don't know if he should come back." Two tackles. So, so might be, answer that. First of all, it was no, it was no broke vertebrae or whatever. Like it, he was losing a little feeling and the nerve in it, so he had to have surgery for that. That's what the next surgery to get to his feeling back and his throws and the squeezing of the ball. Like, so he didn't have, like, it was nothing like with the vertebrae or spine or anything like that. But, I mean, my question to Aaron is, like, asking, basically, I mean, I'm, I, I asked you the same question. Like, I mean, what do you think? And do you think, like, just because someone said uh, PEDs were delivered to an address under his wife's name that he did it? I mean, could he have? Maybe. But, I mean, that's not telling me that he did it. Right, and, and my my speculation isn't based on uh, like the story coming out because, like you, when the story come from overseas, I automatically think fishy. Even though Al Jazeera is like a, a reputable news source, supposedly, but the news is the news. Um, with Peyton, Peyton is my man, like my top three favorite football players ever. I'm just gonna say that. But I think I was thinking he was doing something before the stories came out because if you look at like his arm got stronger. This was before he completely lost the grip. Then like when he had the nerve damage in his neck and ended up coming back, it's like the same thing with Roger Clemens. When you get to a certain point in your life, like healing and things regress. And it seemed like at a certain point, he ended up throwing the 55 touchdowns, I think after he came, right, after he came back. And so I just think I was I mean, like leaning towards him doing something. I don't know what, but something to assist with the healing. I know he ended up trying to go to Korea for the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, plasma drink that they do over there that you can't get down here and something else. But I know he was doing alternative treatments for a lot of stuff trying to end up coming back. And I didn't think PEDs was beyond something he was willing to do. I could dig it. I could dig it. I mean... That's fair enough. Yeah. I I said I'm guilty. impossible. But I don't care. Like, I'm not a PED. You're a bad guy. Like, I feel like do whatever you got to do, get on the field. Don't bother me one way or another. Yeah, because because if, if the fact that you took PEDs mean you were great, then everybody would be great. Because it'd be straight scrubs taking PEDs and they still don't be that good. So right. just because you yeah, take right. the PEDs doesn't ensure that you're going to be great or you're going to be a Hall of Famer. So, yeah. Right. It's not going to make a bum hit 150 home runs. You got to already right. be great to like, you know what I mean? For it to like change, like, you know what I mean? Like be able to add to your game. Like if you're sorry, you're just going to be a stronger, faster bum. You right. a bum! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... He he escaped the, uh, the 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 pendulum uh, of death, and now he's on top of Mount Rushmore of NFL, <laughs> and they about to give him a job doing whatever he want to do. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's on Monday Night Football, um, you know, or doing play by play or doing something. Of course, even coaching. I don't know if he'll probably go into coaching, but maybe go in the booth and do some of that. But I mean, he has the he has the pick of the litter. Anything Peyton Manning wants to do, he can do. Um, As it should. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I agree. Um, the <laughs> WNBA players. Uh, uh, uniform change. Uh, oh no, my fault. I thought you was going to the uniform change. Oh nah, they need to do that too, <laughs> and they need to lower the rims. I'm not going to stop saying. <laughs> The WNBA don't so that gets to my point. We'll get in that. But the WNBA, they rescinded their fines to the WNBA players that spoke out against the, or protested 
um, the, the events that happened in the news recently and the commissioner just basically was like renege and was like my bad we, you know we need to work together this is after the WNBA players decided that they were going to take a press conference and only talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and nothing else um, now that this has happened you know does this is this like the uh, does this set the the foundation for the NBA and what the players in the NBA need to be doing as far as uh, fighting for injustice or standing up against injustice in America? I don't want to get into the roles of men and women because I know people get sensitive about that. So we'll just leave that part aside. But it's a really bad look for a lot of these guys in the NBA who have a lot more influence than these women have to be sitting down, you know what I mean, not saying anything or making little politically uh, correct statements and stuff like that. Like just trying to stay out of the way as much as possible, but try to throw people a bone every now and then. For these women that have done what they've done, I feel like it's going to make it a lot harder for guys to make excuses about why they can't do anything at all. Especially because I wasn't even sure the WNBA was profitable, to be honest with you. And for them to be able to, for them to do stuff like this, like they have no leverage whatsoever, I feel like. And for them to do it anyway, I just feel like I'm expecting a lot more from the guys going forward. And I think that was a good thing. Yeah, I, I agree, dog. For, but 40K, dog, that's what they're giving up. You know, their salaries is... is <laughs> It's hurt. No, young. These re- we looked at the numbers, though. The salaries is hurting for the WNBA, and I believe that the reason why they wanted to like kind of patch this up with the players is because they're already on hard times. And then you know what I'm saying you then you really go on hard times if you you start bucking back at these players who clearly don't don't have like they have backbone. And I, I'm really it job impressed me. You know what I'm saying to see their their um, the way they bonded together in unity and how they were willing to like even sacrifice or put themselves in a in a in an unfavorable position, you know, with the league, with the media, in order to stand up with you know, stand up for the cause that they believed in. And, you know, the league recognized that it was a bad look for them. This is this was wrong with the world. Everything happens out of peace. Like it's all about being politically correct. It's all about how things look. You know what I'm saying? And so because they look bad, because I guess the WNBA, I mean, the NBA players made a stand and put on the T-shirts and stuff and they didn't get fined. And then, then you have the WNBA players and then it, they find them. Um, but they were like, oh, well, that's a bad look after there was like rumblings and stories written about it. And they were, oh, no, we're not going to do that. And we're going to try to patch it up. But that's not really what it's about. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to bring people attention or using their platform to hopefully even cause the WNBA to even care about these issues and step forward and make a stand um, and do something about the injustices that we see in our country. Uh, I think just as much as they wanted to let the world know, they wanted to send a message to the league that, to, you know, even have them as a support to them. You know what I'm saying? What It would be totally different if if the players were to stand up against injustice and then the league would support them. We know that if the if the players in the NBA decided they wanted to stand up in, against injustice and they were like, the league wouldn't support them until they have to. That, but, that, but go ahead. You know, white guys aren't going to support anything until they have to. Like, white rich guys do what they want to do and everything else is, 
is, is auxiliary. So if LeBron and Steph, you can name three or four players that would make the league unwatchable if they didn't play. You don't have to actually not play. You go to these owners or go to the commissioner and say, look, this is the issue. You need to start making statements about this, this, and this, or we're not going to play. And they're going to do it. Like, it wouldn't even have to be known. You don't have to say it in front of a camera or an audience. Hey, we're doing this, this, and this. You can just do it behind the scenes the same way they do. And stuff will get done. But these guys are so scared to miss a check, so scared to lose a sponsor, probably more than that, like endorsements. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, nah, I agree. I think Steph was ducking some, 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 they were asking him questions about stuff, and he was just. Exactly. The Carolina uh, law about the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, you, you see, Mike. So, okay, this is crazy because a lot of stuff happened. I don't know if it was the money loss that caused Mike to like stand up and get his mind right, or what happened. So, the the All Star game was moved out of Charlotte for the LG LBGT movement or whatever the laws, you know, that's I guess discriminatory against gays and lesbians and transgender people. So they they the, the league said we're gonna come in, we're gonna move the game out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, then, Michael Jordan this week, and that happened last week, or the beginning of last week. So this week, Michael Jordan decides to give money to uh, what, police police force, and a million dollars there, and a million dollars to like the NAACP, something like that. It's important to notate that the police thing he donated money to was it was some organization for police and community interrelations. It's not just like the police. Okay, that that's that important. okay, that's better. That's better. That's better. Because uh, that 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 definitely needs to be clarified, um, especially with with all the the division that's going on right now. But after Michael Jordan donated that two million, now he's getting criticized by a lot of people saying that he should have did other things with the money. Um, um, some people are saying that what he did was enough and it was great and it was a good gesture. Michael Jordan himself has come out and made comments um, about that and basically saying, you know, I've kind of stayed quiet too long and, you know, I, I wanted to do something and step up and basically speak through actions. Um, and so what, what do y'all think about what Mike Jordan did? Was it, was it satisfactory? Was it above, above and beyond? Was it good? You know what I'm saying? Was it a step in the right direction? Or was it just him just trying to save face with the black community? Or what, what were your thoughts? Uh, with MJ, I mean, it's better, you know, late than never. I mean, in a lot of people's mind, they've always felt like MJ uh, should have done more. But, you know, then there are people that will look at it and say, you know, it was definitely a different time back then. And because MJ, you know, did what he did back then, he's in the position he is today. Um, not having to take those sacrifices um, in terms of not saying anything. Um, and now it sacrifices in terms of his potential earning power. And now he's the owner of a team. So um, he kind of has paved the way, some people might say, in order for, you know, the LeBrons of the world to be in a position today to speak out and have all of these deals and and it not really hurt him. Um, but, you know, so I guess it's wherever you, you know, stand as far as those two things are concerned. But, I mean, it can't be a bad thing that he's donating money and, and wants 
things to get better. So, I mean, it's kind of two parts to it. The first part is like people without money always know what the people with should money, I mean, with money should do with their money. <laughs> yeah. That pisses me off. Like, People don't have two dollars to their name. Yeah, that would sound like he's speaking from experience, though. (laughs) But the joint just makes me so mad. Like two million dollars, regardless of how much money he has, is a lot of money. Yeah, you don't see. You know what I mean? Everybody that's a billionaire giving two million dollars to anything that isn't like you know what I mean that they're not going to benefit from from a financial interest. So it's like that part just pisses me off. And then uh, the second part, like. For some reason, people like to get on Jordan specifically and threaten, like, you buying his shoes, y'all stupid, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Because they don't feel like they hear enough from him when it's so many other segments of their life that they give money to that's not a black business or the money doesn't go into a black person's hands. Yeah. And I never hear them, you know what I mean, complaining or making memes and stuff like that about that. So for, to me, he did something, which is more than a lot of people do, which is more than a lot of people can do. So I'm not going to sit here and complain about it or criticize it because I don't know enough about what goes on in his life to know what his perspective is. When you're that good at basketball, you don't have the same experiences as like a regular black person would because white people treat Jordan like another white person, if not on a higher pedestal than that. So his experiences aren't even necessarily the same as ours, I would argue. So, I mean, he did something and I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. Yeah, nah, right. that's that, that's that's real talk. Like, I mean, you you brought up some very very good points. Just thinking about like his perspective on life. Like, he's like a second OJ, though. Like OJ yeah. did, you know. And so I, I I commend the fact that you know he didn't. And that I still time. that that still he still that still would be a strong comparison though. I, OJ was in a, a league of his own though, because yeah, like, nah, I, I okay, I, I know, but I'm, I'm saying trying this. to be wanting to be white. But, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm saying that was unapologetically black, and you know what I mean. And, and, and no, I'm not saying I'm. It's just I, that's not, I'm not saying in that regards, Jeff. I'm saying in regards that the way he's idolized from all people of all races, right? It almost erases the color lines and gotcha. could potentially put him in a perspective where he doesn't even identify the same way that MJ's somebody old, like myself or black what I did right right he he's Jordan so he don't yeah, see he's Jordan people yeah people would like I'm like yeah that's Jordan like you know they don't even like they, it's, yeah, they don't even enamored in the whole job yeah that's how they they see him like how you would want the world to see everybody like they they right. just see Jordan they don't look at no color and that's Jordan you know what I mean so yeah. you want the world to see everybody like that but uh, of course unfortunately it's not <laughs> So I mean, yeah, no, nah, I feel you. I, I, I get, feel. I give him props for for being even aware enough to like see that see that he needed to do something and to, and to do something. You know, Kevin Blackstone. Kevin Blackstone said that he uh, that he should go to Haynes or some of these companies that represent him, and then put the pressure on them to stand, step out and, and, and say something. Every I agree with that. I, and I, yeah. and I and I and I agree with that. Like I think that. The fact that where Jordan is and his star power and his influence is so great that it's just beyond like like I think for him two million dollars was the easy thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Now right. the statement on his behalf was a little more difficult because then that once you make a statement, you either gonna be on the right side of the line or the left side of the line, and then people are gonna you know what I'm saying start to take sides. And I think what he was trying to do. 
you know, which many people try to do is 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 define what side he's on without like shutting off or or dismissing the other side of, of things. And he was trying to basically be somewhere neutral in the middle, but but at the same time recognizing where he he was. You know what I'm saying? As far as a black man. And I and I respect that. But yeah, he, he don't stayed. get it twisted. His influence goes far beyond two million dollars of a of a check. Yeah. I mean, you know, and here's the thing: it's like you said, he he stayed, he he told it right down the, the middle of the line. Like he didn't offend anybody um, with his statement. So I mean, he definitely he definitely accomplished that. But uh, just real quick to go back on what Aaron said, it's just it's just funny. Like like you said, the people always trying to tell you what to do with your money when they they don't have the money and like you said you can't put yourself in in that person's shoes and like like i said let's all face it um if jordan had a spoke out and the times that he did can't do it like he might not be in a position where he is today he wouldn't be um, like you, yeah like we know like he, they tell exactly. you though when that like, man was like, gambling yeah. heavy and he said something reckless Can't that man would have been on <laughs> yeah it's because it's like about it in, dog. he'd have been Tracy it's, McGrady it's, right and it's it's always it's always a, a, a touchy <laughs> subject <McGrady. laughs> like from the uh from the standpoint that you know you're never gonna make everybody happy man like like you said like people say oh two million is not enough he might have gave 10 million people are like oh but you worth a billion like so it's nothing you could ever do that's enough and you gotta kind of pick and choose so yeah. nah so one thing i, I do want to say on the jordan note like to us like 90s dudes jordan has been like shoe god yeah, I played basketball with like some young Bamas like during the week, like like mid to early twenties. And these dudes wear more Under Armour shoes than Jordans and Nikes, and that drink blows my mind. Yeah, I hey, I've I've seen it with the young. See, Under Armour put in that work on a grassroots level too. So um, blows but yeah, my mind. And it started and it, and it and it targeted college students. Like when you think about when Under Armour first started it you know of course dudes out of maryland but he primarily looked to like garner like the respect of the brand through like college football teams and college sports yeah. and that joint just you know what i'm saying even aau and then next thing you know this joint just took it's off crazy. it's so crazy. funny like it's so funny i wouldn't though. i wouldn't get caught in no under armor dog in 95 nah, not, 96 not, yeah he got cooked crazy. off the court before the you game. Got cooked. It's so, you would have burned your unarmed shoes, dog. <laughs> you would have put them in the oven, dog. <laughs> Yo, one of my uh like uh one of one of my uh actually my my sister's brother in law or whatever, he was telling this story. Um, you know, back he he was early out of college, I guess, at this point. And like uh one of his friends like just came around. Like he was a rep for Under Armour, and he was like, he saw him with like, he was like, oh, what's that? He was like, oh uh, yeah, they, oh, this is Under Armour, whatever. He was like, I got a bunch in my trunk. You want some? And like they was just giving, giving out. So that's what they would do, like in them earlier years. Like they would just give out their products, work at them grassroots levels, and then like you said, they 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 uh, solidified that rep on the college scene, and then um, went down to the to the young the young guys. Like I said, from AAU basketball. At the young ages, to to the and just working it like that, and building up. So, and it's so um, genius because like with sports, your demographic ages out of, I guess, uh, like your product eventually. Like, because I'm getting to the point now where I can't justify buying like phone pods and stuff 
because I'm getting too old to like be playing basketball that much to go through that many shoes. So right. they un- just understanding that, hey, if we go get these five, six, seven year olds early to where they see Under Armour on the same tier with like Jordan, Nike, Reebok, whatever the right. case may be. It's like it's so genius, but it's something that, you know what I mean? If you're not in that field, you don't even think about until it like presents itself. It's crazy. Right. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the fact that Under Armour Trump Adidas and 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 got to the highest level of marketing, you know what I'm saying? Even having a star superstar playing Steph Curry on their on their uh, you know, their payroll, it's just they got they got Cam, Brady, and Bryce Hopper yeah. on there Oh, it's crazy, though. Yeah, all three MVPs last year. <laughs> all three oh, MVPs. Crazy. No, no, no hardware though. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we just went went through the carousel or everything, though. Le'Veon Bell, he gonna get four four uh, four games? I hope so. He gonna man, cook I, us, dog. I, I, man, I, I always, I always want to see the best product. You know, I'm one of those type of fans. No matter if it's against my team or not, like I want to see the best players on the field, the court, etc. So that's my answer. <laughs> if he plays, might as well chalk up over one for Kurt. Cause it's over. Risk has yeah. got a chance if he, if he's suspended, but if he plays, it's over. Yeah, it's over, though. We already like said Antonio it, Brown going to go for 140 on eight receptions got, in the touchdown. We got to let it play out, man. We got to let it play out, man, because the Steelers' defense, I mean, they don't scare me. So, you know, we'll, we'll bend yeah, well, we, well, Hopefully, if the Bamas come out like they want to play, because we be playing scared against the Steelers, yeah. They be striking and we be yeah, a little, I mean, little tentative. Like, like, like if, if we're not going to feel good about this year, like going into the year, like, like I, I don't know when you really gonna feel. I mean, like I said, Kurt's been under the system for a while. He started all last year. Like, you know, he's been healthy to, through uh, about to go into training camp and et cetera. I mean, if you can't expect them to get it done, then like, like I said, he might as well be a backup. Like, like a lot of people thought. So I mean, like I said, I, I think we're gonna win the division again. So we, we gotta see how it play out. Man, dog. Nah, we gonna see. We gonna see. Um, uh, we ain't got nothing else, man. I'm about to go put some shots up, Aaron. You trying to go? You going to the church? Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm gonna go put some shots up. Team USA, they, they I don't even want to talk about them Bamas. It's unfair teams, dog. 106 57 versus China. Why they even We could be and China. They don't even, we could do huh? a, we could do a BLK Sports 980 basketball team and beat China. So You right. You're right, though. They try. No, nah, but the thing is, all the teams in the Olympics, for real, for real, like, I mean, outside of, like, two or three. Like but, Spain and Brazil, other than that. Yeah, but they still be cooking them, too, dog. They still be cooking them, too. And, it, and you know, it's no LeBron. It's no Steph. It's no, like, it's no Westbrook. It's a, still a lot of Bama's not playing, and we mud hole. I don't even know why they just don't in the world. <laughs> or one team. So, it's not fair. They, you know what they should do? They should take all the first round picks that come out of the like come out of the draft and make that a team. Like just straight like that. All the college first round picks is make them a team. Cause really that would help develop them like for the professional game. They would get it like a good solid you know, a solid test in in you know in a professional arena. 
What you where mean? they can really test their I mean, skills and stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that idea personally. I, I don't know how you feel about it, Aaron. Or do you want to marginalize me till I'm out I mean, of my I moment? I personally think they should just go back to letting the college players play. Right. I mean, we don't really care about that job. And that would also help build some like kind of branding for those players who end up disappeared out the league after you know what I mean three four years most of them like that I think that's a big problem with like the league trying to find new stars and stuff like that is like these players come in after only being in college one year and nobody knows who they are so they're not invested in these players staying around or getting any kind of notability it's like oh he ain't that good get him out of here I feel like if you let guys go play in the Olympics you know what I mean the whole country would be rooting for these guys. Know yeah. who they are the same yeah. way. Yeah, like and you can learn like who's the cream of the crop. Like you'll yeah. look and you'll be like, oh yeah, that Bama vicious. Like you know, you could kind of gauge. Because otherwise, I mean, we just looking at mud. Like I don't even watch the jump. When I turn, I turn the game on the other day, and they was up sixty-five to twenty-one. I'm like, what is? Why am I gonna watch this? <laughs> Can't do it. It's a waste, though. It's a waste. So. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, but next on next show, the start of camp. Camp starts the end of this week. So um, next week, we're going to be talking about camps and and what we see. We'll talk about what what uh, what are the implications with Josh Gordon coming back to the Browns for RG Drizzle. We Need root for that. RG3 here, dog. We ain't won't just kick him to the curb and just nah. We still, we still, we still rock with RG. Um, but uh we gonna we're gonna talk about camps, go through all the camps. You know, of course, Redskins camp. I think they they uh open up on I think Thursday or Friday. Yeah, Thursday or Friday, one of those days they open up. So we'll, we'll you know, Tuesday we're gonna talk about what we see, what we wanna see. We going and down the yes, yeah. Oh, Richmond? Yeah, that ain't that far. We're supposed, to to combine, jump. We're supposed to go to the combine, Joe. We're supposed to go to the combine, though, so I can run my 457 <laughs> and show these bamboos I still got hands. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, camp starts in two weeks. I mean, well, it starts this week. And, um, you know, people will be down Richmond. It's going to be too hot, though. It's 100 plus degrees right now, right. though. Right. I ain't, you know, ain't enough, ain't enough umbrellas out there, jump, though. I'm trying to tell you. But, uh, I'm looking forward to it, dog. Dang, young time went fast. Like this off season went by fast for real, for real. Cause you know, generally I feel like it takes forever and a day for football to come back, but it's just kind of gone by quick. The seventh is the uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend is the first the all um, the Hall of Fame game. So we back in the mix, dog. We back in the mix. Uh, that's it, man. Anything else? You can follow us at BLK Sports 980, BLK Sports on IG. You can send us uh, emails, topic questions, discussions, all that good stuff. Um, please follow us, man. Tell just everybody you meet on the street, just be like, hey, young, you follow BLK Sports? Just ask them, dog. Solicit. We like act like we five links out here and just tell everybody, all right? A few cats. Yeah, tell tell some cats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, uh... Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about... Let me speak! How does that feel? How does that feel?